big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview. Good day and welcome to The Big Interview. Today, I am happy to be joined by a former Bafana Bafana coach who knows what it means to win. He stepped up to the hot seat in a caretaker role after being assistant to Coach Hellman and then went on to win the 2021 Kasafa Cup. Since then, he has made his way to Botswana after Dwaneng FC came calling. I am, of course, talking about Coach Morena Ramora Boli. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you very much and thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you start things off by telling us how you got into coaching and why you got into coaching? Um, thank you very much. Um, I grew up in the farm and then uh, in the farm where I grew up, uh, we used to play soccer and then from there went to a place called Botsadelo. It's a place close to Bloemfontein and that's where I think uh, the love of football and coaching started because uh, I used to follow my late brother when he goes to the matches, so I'll go with him okay. to watch. And I, I was inspired by his uh, coach by then uh, because uh, he would, would do things that made me understand the game better, not in terms of running sessions, but during halftime, I'll go listen to him and, and I will, I'll gain so much information. And that's when I realized that uh, I can I can make a good coach because I had the passion. And um, yes, I then went to Bloemfontein where I think most of the things happened because I started my own team and coaching my own team and uh, we're doing so well. And uh, I could I could I could see that you know what I have potential mm. of becoming a good coach because by then I was still playing. When I had my own team, I was still playing football. But I had to choose. It was not because of injury, but I said I need to choose. Not all of us will make it through as as soccer players. Maybe maybe my path is to go through and be successful as a coach. And uh, here I am today. Uh, I am growing every now and then because I believe that I, I I committed so much into the game and I respect the game so much because I know that um, I had to start somewhere to be where I am today and I continue working hard every day. And during your, your upcoming in being a coach, were there any any other coaches that are local or even abroad that inspired you or have even influenced your coaching style? To be honest, I was fortunate that uh, I I spent most of the time doing things on my own. Mm. Uh, like I said, I had my own team. So I was the owner, I was the the coach, I was the technical director. So, so a lot of things I had to do it my way. And I was fortunate that in my career, I met uh, uh, David Villagazi. He is very aggressive. He's a very aggressive coach. Uh, and then I met Mulifin Zeki, mm. uh, who is more of your technician, technical person, who always wants to be very detailed when he does things. So I combined the knowledge from the two of them and I met in the Tele made it things much more better for me 
because now when you meet in the Telezoaka, he's more of your instructor. He's, he's very, very detailed and full of knowledge. So I combined the information I got from the three of them and empower myself. And uh, you won't believe that uh, I never worked with Steve Compella, but there's so many things that I've learned from him. One of the things that I won't forget, uh, which he once said to me, he said to me, Morena, you don't... Uh, sell your job you buy into your job invest into into your career mm. if you see a book that will make you a better coach go buy it and look i every time when i have a budget and 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 i see a book whether it's, it's usa germany or whatever i i make sure that i will spend money to buy the book because uh, that's one thing that i believe in if i need to buy data to go through and watch a, a presentation of one coach, I do that. Mm. So those are some of the things that I have learned from other people and which I believe that they have helped me to be where I am. And I'm continuing to to learn from such people. Coach Pete, I'm learning a lot from him. And like I'm saying, the fortunate part was that before I could meet any other person, I had to develop myself first, alone, made mistakes, learn, and and ended up knowing that I can't do this going forward. I can do this going forward. And now when I meet other people, already I had I had my own model. Then it was about getting more information from them, learning more from them, and it made me a better person. So, coach, when you are coaching a team, what is the main thing that you need your players to understand about you and your style? Please feel free to to list a few. But what would you say is the most important one? The first thing for me will always be on top of my list is the discipline. You know, you can ask any player that I've worked with, they will tell you the first thing on my list is discipline. Mm. And second, it's your commitment to the game. And then obviously, respect for the game. You, We have seen top, top, top athletes failing to achieve uh, goals because of lacking uh, respect and discipline. So I always say uh, those are the things that come first. No matter how talented you are, but if you you are not you are not you are not focused, if you are not committed to the game, unfortunately, I'm not gonna deal with such players. So I've made it. I've made it known. I've made it clear that I I want players who are disciplined, and if I want players who are disciplined, I need to be disciplined myself. And secondly. Uh, as much as I want players who are disciplined, I always go an extra mile in trying to assist those that are lacking some aspects which can make them a bit better, better player. So uh, for me, on top of my list, before we can talk about the technical and the tactical aspects, discipline comes first. So I always emphasize that I need to work with individuals who are very disciplined. I need to work with uh, individuals who are very committed to the game. And I need to work with individuals who respect their careers, who respect the game. And if it's like that, I can tell you, if, if the whole world, or maybe I can say that if the whole of South Africa had such people, had players who will respect their game, I can tell you, would be in the same level as England and these other uh, countries. But the problem with us is that we always have very good players who lack discipline. Sometimes it's not the players, but it's us as coaches. We lack discipline. As us, uh, us as coaches, we also um, lack the, 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 the we, we, we lack the focus. We ended up contributing to lack of focus into our players. So that's uh, so what I'm saying. On top of my list, 
discipline, commitment, and respect. And coach, you, you've been around for quite some time now, and I'm sure your career is only going to progress and go further. But as of right now, what have been some of the biggest challenges you as a coach have had to overcome? What were some, some difficult situations? Let's be honest. Uh, Morena is a coach and known, known by many as a coach. And uh, the biggest challenge is to be classified compared with those that have made names as soccer players. So I think that's the, that has always been the biggest challenge for me because people, they will always give respect and attention to those that have played football uh, and, and forget that while those were playing football, I was busy coaching. So it simply says that if they have experience as players, I'm more experienced as a coach. But the, the, that's one challenge that I had to to, to, to accept that I'm not going to change because it's a fact. I never played professional football and those who have played right. professional football, they will always be maybe given special treatment, special attention. And it's normal. You are not going to change the fact that they, 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 they played before. But what is important for me, there's always been double your efforts and don't always look on what is happening on the other side. Travel your journey, be focused and uh, like I'm saying, yes, it has been a challenge for me, but I had to overcome it and I had to be very focused, very disciplined because without doing that, I don't think I would have been where I am today. Coach, I want to take a trip down memory lane, specifically to the 2021 Kasafa Cup last year. Yes. You were announced as, as a caretaker coach for Bafana for the Kasafa Cup. Were you at all nervous to step into that hot seat? I think, to be honest, I was not because uh, uh, I have been I have been around. The only thing was that uh, obviously only a chance will 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 prove how ready are you. So I think mm. I only needed an opportunity to prove myself without putting myself under pressure knowing very well that less was expected for me because not many people really knew about me before uh, the Kosafa. Some knew about me, but maybe for the mere fact that uh, there are so many coaches in the country, yeah. uh, there will always be that thing of saying, yeah, he's good, but there's so that we also have so-and-so and all of that. So the opportunity came and I had to do my best without putting myself under pressure. And I think that's one element that worked for me because uh, had I tried to prove a point, had I tried to to show people how good I am, I don't think I would have uh, done well. So I had to tell myself that here is the opportunity presented to me. Uh, I need to, to do my best in making sure that uh, uh, the country achieves the goal. And it happened. And I'm very, very happy about the opportunity. And I'm very excited that uh, uh, being given a chance, I have been able to to collect a gold medal for the country, which is very, very important. Absolutely. So let's stick with the 2021 Kasafa Cup here. After a few decent victories at the start of the tournament, surely winning the cup started to creep into your mind. So I want to ask you, at what stage during the tournament were you confident that, sure, Bafana actually has a chance. We can do this again. After... After beating Swaziland, it was our second match. Mm. After beating Swaziland, if you remember the match, they got a 1v1 against us and they missed it. Mm. 
mm. and uh, we were leading. We, we, we won the match 1 0. Yes. So we were still having about 12 players, two on the bench, and those that were playing. So after that match, uh, I, I had to be honest. I said, uh, God has given us this. We can't, we can't, we can't play a country as experienced as Swaziland and be able to to get the results uh, and and not winning it. So, honestly speaking, after the Swaziland game, then I had the belief that you know what, we are going to win this one, and uh, uh, we managed to. And uh, like I'm saying, uh, it was one of those matches where. When you look at how they played from the first minute, honestly speaking, they were doing so many things right. But uh, the fortunate part was that we managed to score a goal. Mm. They got a red card, but they were still putting us under pressure uh, even after getting a red card. But we were able to 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 fight up until we get the results. Then when we were playing these other countries like Lesotho and the rest, already the boys had already started to believe in themselves because let's be honest, 90% of the players we were, we were using there were playing for the country for the first time. Some of them were not even had not even yet got an opportunity to represent the country at the, at the, at the junior junior teams. So for them to win two matches without conceding, obviously, it, it started to make them realize that, you know what, it's possible. It can happen. And when we beat Lesotho, then it was clear that now we can, we can now see an opportunity of, of going through to the finals and it happened coach you met senegal in the final which must have been a fairly daunting task to to overcome those african giants talk us through the final what was going through your mind the extra time the penalty shootouts how was that day for you let me be honest with you you know what happened when the, the before the match a day before the match we were doing analysis mm. uh, myself Sinesisi Pomali, Vela Kumalo, and uh, um, the goalkeeper coach. We're sitting there doing analysis. You won't believe we did our analysis from 8 o'clock in the evening, finish around 11. Uh, 3 a.m., when I was relaxing in my room, about to sleep for the final, for the final, Sinesisi came. We slept around 5 a.m. Going deeper into how they are playing, who are the key players, and all of that. So, um, those are some of the moments that, honestly speaking, after winning the Kosafa, I was very emotional because uh, we did not we did not win Kosafa by mistake. Oh, no, not at all. We worked so hard, and uh, and 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 I look at the the team effort. I look at the commitment. You know, the sacrifice of not sleeping and preparing. So. Um, going into the penalties, there was a moment where I was saying, uh, we, we really, we did not do much in terms of practice, in terms of doing the penalties and all of that. But now, uh, we have done our part. If it happens that we win, uh, it will be because it was meant for us. If it happens that we don't win, then again, we'll have to take it and say, we have done our best. Unfortunately, it was not meant to be. And, um, Going into the penalties, uh, we, we, if you remember, we, we scored, I think, the first two penalties. Mm. We missed the, the third penalty by Ethan Brooks. And during that moment, I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe it was not meant to be. Fortunately, 
Velimoto saves the penalty. And if you remember, that was the penalty that could have made them win the game because it was almost, I think, the fourth, if not the fifth penalty. So they missed it. We scored. We went for sudden death. We scored. They missed. And that's how we won. So um, after all, we need to be honest. You know, sometimes you achieve great things because luck is on your side. And uh, we, we need to thank God because I still believe that as much as we have done so much technically, tactically, but uh, God was on our side. There were moments and situations where we could have lost matches, but God made, made it possible that we, we win matches. I remember in our first match when we were playing Botswana, uh, we were leading 1-0, they got a corner kick, and we could not defend the corner kick properly. And the ball landed uh, between the two players from uh, Botswana, and they hit it hard, it hit the bar. They couldn't score. And I was like, mm. these are these are moments that made you realize that I could have I could have I could have lost during that phase. But because one because God wanted me to win it, here I am. Well your your hard work clearly paid off because of your success in the Kasafa Cup. You you were allowed to head over to Botswana to Juaneng Galaxy FC, yeah. where I believe you are the coach there now. So what I want to know from you is what are some of the fundamental differences between the game in Botswana and the local game here in South Africa? What are the different styles of play? Football in Botswana is developing so quick. And uh, obviously, South Africa has a lot of uh, uh, foreign influence mm. uh, compared to Botswana. Botswana, they've always been working with their local coaches. So there are some aspects which you, you can find in Botswana, which you can't find in SA. Uh, the tactical way of doing things in Botswana compared to us here in SA, uh, it's, it's, it's different. Uh, like I'm saying, the foreign coaches came into the country and they, 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 they brought some, some positives and negatives into our game. But in Botswana, they've always been protecting the brand. They've always been using their local coaches. So there are some aspects that when you come in, they like seem like they are new to the players. But because they are willing to learn and they have very good attitude, it, it makes things very simple for them. So, uh, so far, I can simply say uh, Botswana is growing and very soon people will be shocked to see that... Uh, the same Botswana that has not been doing well or maybe has not been amongst the top countries uh, in the in the southern region will soon be uh, dominating because if you can check their performance during Kosafa, you can see that there's some improvement and there's growth as well. So I think that's the first part. And the second part, obviously, in terms of resources, South Africa is far ahead of Botswana. Uh, in terms of the facilities, uh, Botswana, they, they, are, they are just behind. But like I'm saying, they are trying their best to make sure that they invest into the game. And uh, uh, it will soon be different. Uh, but honestly, I think if we are to compare Botswana and South Africa, uh, I think personally I'll say we, are, we, we, we South Africa is now uh, 90% while Botswana is on 70. So there's still that gap in between. But uh, 
soon the gap will be closed because I think Botswana, what they are doing right is they are willing to learn and they are, they are willing to invest more into the game, which is the most important thing. You can check their national teams, ladies and, 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 and boys, they are, they, are, they are competing. If a PSL team came knocking on your door asking for your services, what would your response be? Would you like to coach in the PSL? I'm a, I'm a South African. I, I, I respect my country, but at the same time, I respect my career. Mm. It will depend who comes and what are they looking for. If what they are looking for is what I can offer, I don't have a problem. I'll be, I'll be able to sit down with my current team and, and, and uh, take an opportunity. But I want to be honest with you. Mm. Whatever that will, will, will take me out of uh, uh, Botswana, it has to be something better than what is happening currently in Botswana. Coach, just a few more questions here, if, if that's all right with you. And I also want to jump back to Bafana Bafana and this year's Kasafa Cup. Um, of course, Bafana is playing their quarterfinal on Wednesday against Mozambique. Um, what do you make of the team's chances this year? Do you see Bafana becoming back-to-back champions? Um, honestly speaking, I think they they have given another group an opportunity to make names for themselves, mm. uh, which I, I believe that uh, it's, 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 it's up to the players to go out there and remember that uh, the, the, the group of 2021 made names for themselves and most of them were recognized and they were signed. They were given big contracts in different clubs. So the first thing is the motivation for them to say, uh, can we do our best so that we can be recognized? Because uh, 90% of those boys, some of them, like I said, they, they are still young. So they need to go out there and make names for themselves. And secondly, uh, it's a matter of how well have we prepared ourselves for, for the bigger stage. And we must be honest, uh, we are playing against uh, uh, countries which would want to win against us. So uh, I think we need to double our efforts. But as a South African, I will always put my country first. And I will always say, uh, let's go out and do our best to win. Because that's what we really need. Uh, and let's understand that what whenever we th- we think and believe that we we are ready we must know that opponents because they are playing south africa they always double their efforts so it's clear that whoever we are going to play against will double their efforts because they don't want to lose against us and our coach when you look at the current squad that's going into the quarterfinals against mozambique what seems different about this year's team compared to the team you coached last year nothing much but i can maybe say uh, maybe this one, they, 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 most of them are not even playing in the Premier League. Uh, they are playing in the MDC. They are playing in the maybe first division. Very few of them who are now playing in the Premier League. So it simply says uh, they, 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 they might, they might, they might maybe struggle in terms of the experience, but in terms of quality and talent, I can tell you they will, they will, they will match uh, Mozambique. But like I'm saying. Uh, we can't buy experience. Mm. And for the only time these boys will learn, it's when they play in this kind of competitions where there's so much expected from them and it's up to them to go out and, 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 and fight because 
no one will will come in and rescue them so they have this opportunity they must use it is there anything you would like to say to the boys before they continue their kasafa cup journey like i said uh, when we when we were playing the the the, the kasafa in 2021 90% of those players were playing in the national team for the first time yeah but they had to believe that they are not known and the only thing that will make them famous and known it is the results and if they get the results then people will recognize them it happened in novos uh, uh, and the rest managed to sign with big clubs and lastly coach what are your goals for the near and long term future the, the short term goal is to is to compete regularly in the in the CAF Champions League uh dominate african continent mm. uh do well in the african continent and then the last one which is a long term compete fairly so with not not necessarily the success of coach pitom simani but try my best to to get to a point where I'll get the same recognition, the same respect mm. as Coach Peter, and you can only come through um, uh, positive results, winning, and 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 it is possible to happen only if you work hard and only if you invite God into whatever that you are doing. Very, very well said, Coach. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time, and I wish you all the best for your future endeavors. Thanks very much, and thanks for being so patient. Big questions, even bigger guests. This is the big interview.